Troy Malcolm, Tom Panos, million dollar agent. How are you, Troy? Good. Do you know you just realized, I just realized you said my name first then, Tom. I've made it. I've made it. I've made it. <laughs> Troy, you know what they say? Hang out there till your um, idols become rivals. And you've made it, Troy. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. I think that's a compliment. You've made it. You've played the long game. It's 100 and how many episodes? 160? Uh, yeah, we're close enough to it now. God. Um, I actually don't have the stat in front of me because I've just flown mate, in you, from you, Melbourne. Mate, so, so Troy, you're in Melbourne or you're in Sydney I, now? I've just arrived back in Sydney. Yep. And where are you? Okay. I'm in Townsville. I'm in Townsville. I've, uh, uh, Troy, I've... Um, I'll just give you a brief summary of my week. It started off in Sydney. It, I went to Darwin. I came back to Sydney because, uh, Troy, I got robbed on Saturday night. And uh, I got robbed while I was sleeping, believe it or not. Oh, no. And yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, at my house. And uh, what happened is I couldn't get out of um, the Darwin trip. And I had to go there. But I had to rush back because... Um, identification and mobiles and everything had been taken but we're back on track and I left uh, and we've been running the Momentum series um, right across the regional areas realestate.com who's a sponsor of this podcast and um, News Corp have been running um, uh, Momentum conferences and they've been run in Darwin, Cairns and Townsville and I'm coming from Townsville about to head to the airport so um if it's okay, um, I'd love to give you a bit of a rundown on some of the you know brief nuggets of information that came through um, the last three days, four yeah. days. Well, what what have been the themes? Because that's three very different markets, but there is similarities in them as well, isn't there? There is. The one thing that I've noticed that's similar um, in those three markets is they don't have the buyer energy that you know. Sydney, Melbourne, or some of our other capital cities across Australia have. So, Troy, what we see is um, open for inspections, having no buyers go to them, sometimes having one party go to them. So they don't have the traditional 10, 15, 20 people coming to an open for inspection. We also notice that they normally have a lot more properties on the actual market. Right. Um, than other areas, and it's a lot harder to sell those properties in terms of days on market. Um, so what we're seeing is the importance of high-level vendor management um, to get vendors to accept the reality of the marketplace. And for many of these vendors, Troy, um, they're selling their houses at a lot lower figure than what they actually bought them at. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But, um, Troy... It's actually no different in many respects, but because no matter where you are, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, Hobart, Geelong, uh, Darwin, Cairns, Townsville, at the end of the day, buyers want to buy at the lowest figure, sellers want to uh, sell at the highest figure, and what you actually have is um, real estate agents are being pushed to have um, their fees dropped and less vendor-paid advertising. So there's some of the similarities that you're seeing in all the marketplaces. Um, but, Troy, I'm just going to, you know, we're going to make this a short, punchy podcast, and I'm actually going to include some of the nuggets that came away out of the Million Dollar Agent Boot Camp as well. So let me actually sit here, and, and if it's okay, Troy, can I just give it to you in quick bullet points? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. One of the key things that's coming out is having market saturation around um, sold and just listed properties. 
So a lot of people are actually grabbing onto what Gab Rubenstein and his team are doing, and that is the minute a property is listed or a minute a property is sold, no matter which agent does it, be the first to market. Be the first to market to provide the information to the local people in the marketplace. So it's simple scripts and dialogues, Troy, where you ring up. So, for instance, Troy, let's assume that, you know, I've got a property um, that's come on the market that's three doors up from you. Yeah. It's me getting on the phone and saying, hey, look, it's Tom here. I'm just giving you a call, Troy, to let you know that a property three doors up the road has come on the market. Would you like me to keep you in contact with how it goes? And then me making, me making that same call once the property sold. Hey, Troy, it's Tom here. I'm just giving you a call to let you know that that property is sold. Would you like to know what the new value of your home is now? So calling for a reason. So we saw a lot of, you know, prospecting around just listed, just sold is really high. The other thing, Troy, that is really big at the moment is the use of video in vendor testimonials on iPhones, the minute you've got a signed contract with a vendor, get a video of that um, owner giving you a happy testimonial and immediately uploading that on Facebook and having your vendor share that testimonial from that vendor with their friends because we know that consumerism 2017 is about not what you say to the market but what the market says to the market, Troy. And, you know, Troy, you know what it's like. Yeah. People don't listen to agents. What they listen to is other customers. I think, Tom, the other thing is the authenticity of recording it on the iPhone and then uploading it. You talk about the five-second rule all the time. So if you're going to do yeah. it, make sure you execute it and do it. But the rawness of that upload uploaded onto social media, I find it's more fluid and it actually creates authenticity. It's real. It's not polished like we see with some agent profiles and market updates. And there seems to be a trend online, whether that be the likes of Gav Rubenstein setting that trend. But people want to get real and they want to have the information quickly. Now, beautifully, beautifully said, Troy. What you're basically saying is, People are going to pick raw and real versus fake and perfect. Correct. And I, I, I think, I think you know, Insta, Facebook, and a lot of the social media platforms now, Troy, are using the authenticity of live stream as a key product initiative in their platform because they know they know that me and you like to see something that's unedited, something that's not artificial, something that is actually done on the run. Um, but it doesn't mean that you should be doing that for your actual property videos, Troy, because I think when you're getting vendor-paid advertising and you're actually representing a property on the market and you're having that video uploaded onto your website or on realestate.com.au, I think you've actually got to go for a good product. But in terms of showing your authenticity, such as as live streams on auctions, on market wraps, on just useful information... Um, don't worry about getting the perfect video. I think just, you know, um, start mucking around with um, live stream and recording things on your iPhone. I mean, what, Troy, what do you, I mean, you, you, you're an iPhone user, yeah. Troy? Yep. What, 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 do you, what, what do you think, can I ask you, what, what iPhone have you got? 7 Plus. 7 Plus. What do you think of the quality of the camera on those? As good as any video for a short 30-second clip. It's really valuable, Tom, and I'm seeing this a lot. People in the real estate profession need to take the transition of telling people how good they are by showing photos of a sold sticker on a signboard, and they need to make a better connection. 
Um, so yeah. they, they have to be willing to engage with their audience. So they need to be talking to people. They need to be responding. Um, interestingly, I put up an auction video of mine last week on my Instagram page, and the first person, and success leaves clues, Gav Rubenstein jumped on, and his simple one line was, boom. Now, I've never called an auction for Gav, because obviously I'm exclusive to McGrath, but the fact the camaraderie of the industry was there, I actually thought, you know what, I'm going to jump onto Gavin's profile now and like a few things. And I think the same thing works with consumers being our customers and real estate agents if you're part of the community and you show value add consistently you can make that better connection because not everyone's doing it right so if i use gary vaynerchuk's technology or well he's i guess his phrase and jab jab hook it's now become a give 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 ask right? Don't take. I think a lot of the time real estate agents want to do that instant take, but it's actually ask. Ask for the business, engage with them. Well, Troy, I actually think you've nailed that there because a lot of people took that term jab, 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 hook, meaning, you know, give, 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 and then go smash them. Um, That's absolute rubbish. In fact, what I'd say is jab, 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 hook in 2017 is give, 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 and, mate, I don't even think you've got to ask a lot of times. No. I think that there's this obligation that they feel the law of reciprocity. Yep. And you've done that there with Gavin. I mean, yeah. if you actually sit there and identify what's happened, he's come over, he's liked something that you've posted on social media, and then you have felt this inclination, which Dr. Robert Caldine is going to talk about at um, ARIC, yep. one of the laws of influence, the law of reciprocity. You have just returned back something that was given to you and that's what we live in we live in a world where people will support people that support them yeah so um and key takeaway point you know law of reciprocity is always give 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 you know we live in a world where um the best way to actually get what you want is to actually help someone else get what they want but Troy, some of the other things that, you know, I think are really useful that I've got just notes jotted down is, mm. um, you know, using a, like using a video um, during an open for inspection or taking a photo of, of people and shooting it off to your owners and saying, hey, um, have a look. We've actually got 10 people in the property as we speak right now. People love the speed to service. To be able to show a vendor that their marketing is working during the open, you know, that one of the things that came out. Another thing that came out is, um, you know, you know, Rick Sorayo at Million Dollar Agent Bootcamp talked about walking into coffee shops with your open house board and putting it down, not opening it up, but actually just putting it down there sending a strong statement to everyone in the cafe, hey, I'm a local real estate agent here, and immersing yourself in the community. Um, other things, Troy, that I think are worth talking about is, um, you know, Adrian Bowe, I had a note written down, we actually talked about it today, and a lot of real estate agents are now sending out their agency agreement prior to the listing appointment which is giving the vendor an opportunity to actually be familiar with the document that they're going to be authorising an agent at a listing presentation. And clients seem to like the fact that they can actually check something out before they sign it. Yeah, try before you buy. (laughs) Try before you buy, you know. Um, You know, other things, uh, uh, Troy, that uh, came out of the last week is the fact that um, talking to vendors every day 
Melita Bill, who's actually speaking at ARIC, and she's been at these two events, um, talked about talking to her vendors every day, even though she's carrying 53 pieces of stock, she speaks to her vendors every day because she knows that the way that they're going to listen to her is if she has trust with them, and the way that she gets trust with them is to constantly be speaking to them every day. Um, uh, Michael Tringali, who you'd be very aware of, who works for um, McGrath at yeah. Leichhardt, um, and I know that you actually auctioned for Michael. Yeah. Um, he was actually involved in the Cairns and Darwin um, uh, momentum events. And we had him along, Troy, because he's exceptional at getting uh, vendor paid advertising. And one of the things that you know he talks about is going through and articulating to a vendor the fact that there are four buyers in the marketplace at one time, the local buyer, the out-of-area buyer, the passive buyer, and the active buyer, and being able to draw that as a pie chart in front of a vendor and say, how expensive will it be if we actually missed out on one of these groups of buyers? Because the worst that you can do is if you overmarket, is you overspend by $3,000. The worst that you can do if you undermarket is potentially lose fifty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000. Yeah, well, I know that Michael has enormous energy around uh, very clear and transparent communication with all his clients. And you can see straight away by saying there's four key buyers that we're looking for in this campaign and uh, obtaining VPA. Because at the end of the day, Tom, people are making decisions based on the information that we're giving them, right? And I know that might sound yeah. like very obvious, but we get caught up in the small things that don't add value. And I think if we go back to adding value in every single conversation that we have with our clients, you're going to be ahead. You're going to constantly be on the shopping list for potential vendors wanting to sell and receive and obtain that premium price. Well, yeah, Troy, you're exactly. We're in the business of the attention economy and you're not going to get people's attention with not surprising them. So every interaction that you have with a client, whether it's face-to-face, whether it's on a telephone, you need to be able to leave them smarter than when you first got talking to them. And if you don't do that, what actually happens is people get bored. And what you've got to also do is to learn to say the truth efficiently, Troy. And in many ways, saying the truth efficiently is what Scripts and Dialogues is all about because we live in a world where consumers are time poor and they simply don't want to listen to you having a conversation with them that means nothing to them. Yeah, supply and demand of attention, Tom. I mean, it's fun, right? It's interesting stuff. This is really cool. This is what we get paid to do. This is what the reason why you see so many successful agents having dominant market share in the suburbs they live and work. 100%, Troy. So as, Troy. We, as we finish off, Tommy, I was going to say, where's next on the Momentum Forum rollout around Australia? Uh, next, Troy, uh, actually, I'll just bring up my calendar here because I'd like to have a look at myself and know where <laughs> I'm actually going to be going. It is, it is useful. Uh, it is, uh, Troy, in, uh, and by the way, the, uh, uh, it's in Brisbane on the uh, 21st of, uh, 21st of March. Uh, all the events, yeah, all the events uh, um, 
and, and don't quote me on there, but if you go onto my Facebook and uh, Insta, I've actually started uh, promoting it. Um, the Sydney events are up to a thousand people. Melbourne's got to a thousand people. I think a lot of these events are going to be sold out. We've got some great panelists speaking on these. We've got, you know, Gavin Rubenstein um, involved. We've got um, um, a number of agents. I'm just trying to remember everyone that we've got. You know, we've got some of the Eric speakers. We've got Martin Fox um, involved, of course, Kaney Jane, who was um, spoke at Million Dollar Agent Boot Camp yeah. that won the My Prospector Amazing. competition. He's speaking in Sydney. Extra- extraordinary story. Let's have a look at this guy, Troy. He wrote over a million bucks, average price of under 400000 His English is not fantastic, you know, Indian background, um, hasn't been in Australia for too long, and he's only been working in real estate. And Taney Jane is going to be speaking at the Sydney Momentum. So um, let's thank our sponsor, realestate.com.au. Troy, um, I can confirm. I was going to say, Tom, also, if anyone wants to attend the next couple of events, how do they do that? Oh, if I just go onto uh, my Facebook page yeah. and just look at the Momentum uh, link and just click on the link, that would be the best way um, to do it. Having said that, Troy, I actually think that they'll probably end up, the capital cities are close to booked out, so all they can do is just try. Um, but, um, yeah, I look forward to, to seeing um, our uh, listeners um, come to that. They are free events and they are sponsored by News Corp and realestate.com.au. And before we go, Troy, I want to confirm the Roosters won. Hey, two from two, two from two. I didn't get to watch the game last night. Well, this is Friday now, so I didn't get to watch the game last night, but I saw the highlights uh, on Fox Sports, the, uh, the the links they sent out on Facebook, and it looked like a great game. So two from two, okay, very, so- very different from 12 months ago. You roll back 12 months and, and my team was uh, in disarray. Well, you got two from two. West Tigers, yeah, one from one. Yep. Rabbitohs. Well, John McGrath's not here. <laughs> Let's spell it out as it is. John, if you're listening in, you're zero from one. Zero from one. And we can say that because he's not here. Because <laughs> he's not here. All right, uh, Troy, it's been great talking to you. And, um, yes, that must have been a Freudian slip, me saying Troy Malcolm before Tom Panos. Yeah, well, you know what? That trend can stay, Tommy. I'm more than happy for that trend to stay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you next week, mate. Okay, to our uh, audience, we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.